Hey everybody, uh, Skip here for uh, another episode of Finding Meaning, a podcast about finding meaning, oddly enough, about finding uh, a framework for the reality of our lives. Uh, I'm not here to give you that framework, but hopefully in everything I say and do, I can assist you in that framework help facilitate you finding that framework for a meaningful reality. Uh, I start this podcast that way because uh, there's a lot of unmeaningful realities right now going on. And if you've ever heard any of these podcasts at length, you know that I, uh, I believe, or I'm convinced, I should say, that each one of us, through our choices, uh, through who we are, through who we've learned to be, uh, create our own reality. Uh, possibly, maybe even down to the cellular level, we, we create our own reality with our thoughts, our motives, our agendas, where our heart is set, who we really are. Uh, that's not necessarily to say that we can magically change everything, but I, I think that we do, I know that we do, have the power and the ability to frame a reality. And as I talk about finding meaning, it's important to remember uh, that what I'm talking about always is how we might frame that reality, how you might consider framing that reality. You don't have to uh, listen to what I have to say. Uh, I hope that the life I have led uh, has brought me to a place where I can make some coherent sense out of, um, uh, out of my experience that you might be able to frame your reality in such a way that you come in contact with what is really real. I believe there is a, a divine power, a, a transcendent power, a higher power at work. I, I don't name that or define that very often because uh, the God that I have experienced, the universe that I have experienced transcends my definition. It transcends uh, religious context and dogma. It is really about, as Gandhi says, you must have direct experience of God. So I have in my life a few times touched that hymn of God, that, that spirit that is instantly transforming. And I hope that anything I say, I do, how I live on these podcasts, off these podcasts, uh, the mistakes I've made, the the good things I've done, I hope it all <clears throat> adds up uh, to me having a, a relationship with my higher power and a direct experience more often, and hopefully it assists you, facilitates your direct experience of God. But here's the thing. Uh, as I said, <clears throat> uh, we live in a world where people have, on some level, figured that out. People have figured out they can construct a reality 
by sheer force of will, by sheer force of thought. The problem is, is uh, that people have figured that out uh, to some degree, uh, are creating a reality out of uh, a sense of ego, out of the false self, both individually and collectively. Let me, if you've not heard a definition of, the, of my understanding of the false self, let me, let me share with you that I believe the false self are those ideas, uh, those religious notions, those political views that were programmed into us by the world. Uh, sometimes we needed them to survive. Sometimes they seem just like something that sounds good to us, but they are of the world. Again, finding real meaning comes down to a direct experience of God. And I think most people, I don't have a percentage, but the vast majority of people uh, at least subconsciously know they can create their own reality just by the sheer force of their own belief system. And often that belief system is a construct of the false self, the thing the world has made us to be. And here's the, here's the problem. Now, you, you, you may say to yourself, you know, that doesn't sound so bad, but, but here, here's, the, the, here's the problem our world faces on July 15th, 2020, is that none of those realities are real. That is to say, people have understood that they can project a reality into the world, uh, but they're not real. They are caricatures. They are aspects of the individual and the collective false self, and therefore they carry no weight. There's no substance. As Jesus will say in the Christian scriptures, uh, their house is built on shifting sand, on, on shifting soil. And when... Uh, uh, a wave comes or a wind comes, it blows it over. Well, right now, folks, with the virus and the civil upheaval, uh, people facing systemic racism for the first time, uh, we are finding out that these realities that people are convinced are real <clears throat> are false. They're false realities. We were watching, uh, and have been watching for quite a while actually, systems and institutions come apart in our society. I remember 20-some years ago when I entered into my work in the church, uh, the church was uh, beginning to be concerned about bleeding away members. And by the time you know, my career was over 20 years later, uh, and witnessing it through the lens of my spouse, who is a clergy person still. Uh, people are in a mass exodus from that institution. People are in a mass exodus uh, from all institutions because we are finally understanding that the institutions we built uh, that we believed were on solid ground are not, for the most part, because they are created out of a sheer force of will, out of the sheer force of someone's ideas or concepts. So we have political parties and people make statements about uh, this is what it means to be this political party or that political party. And what they're doing is they're trying to frame their reality and your reality, I might add, uh, 
through the sheer force of their own belief and their own willpower. And when someone gets real power in this world, they can actually shape history through that, through that uh, way of being. Uh, history is replete with dictators and people who have figured out that through the sheer force of their own will, they can have some effect. However, uh, those folks usually find that they'll be swept away at some point because our will, our sheer force of belief, when we try to create a belief outside of the experience, the direct experience of God, it's false. Let me say that again. Maybe the most important thing I've ever said, I think. When we try to create an institution or a life, just out of the sheer force of our own belief system, of our own willpower, outside of the direct experience of God, that institution, that life, whatever it is, will collapse. Let me give you a personal example. I've done a lot of work with drug addicts. I am a recovering person myself. I did a lot of work with drug addicts in my day. And what a drug addict is, uh, aside from the clinical, you know, uh, genetics and disease model that uh, is not as prevalent now as it used to be, but what a drug, I, I believe, what a drug addict really is, is a person who has asserted that will to create a reality that they're comfortable in. Something that puts a, puts a sort of armor around their nervous system so they can perceive to be protected. The problem is, is they create that from their own sense of desire, their own sense of sheer will. And it's false. It's a false reality. Um, let me take us back to uh, the beginning of World War II. People bought into Adolf Hitler, believing that this man could somehow save them from the external reality of, of depression and hunger. And through the sheer force of believing in this person and the sheer force of this person's will, they created a nation that was created on the false self. Well, I hope that you know what followed. Genocide, disaster, 60 to 80 million people dead uh, at the end of World War II. So when we're finding meaning, when we're trying to find meaning, we have to be very careful that we're not forming the, the, the reality. We're not forming the, the craft that will take us to finding deeper meaning out of our own ego, out of the collective ego. We have to be careful that we're not forming that out of the false self, uh, the collective and individual false self of being human, because those aren't real. The only reality there really is that we search for that gives us any meaning is, is that direct experience of God's presence in our life. However, we've also mistaken that. We have to be careful about emotion. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have seen many a religious service 
feed off of emotion, believing it to be the Spirit of God. And there's certainly nothing wrong with emotion, with feeling good, with, with being inspired. These things are important. But emotion only leads us so far. At some point, we have to let go of everything and accept that, that direct link to God. There is no intermediate, not this podcast, not your religious affiliation, not your political affiliation. There is only one way to have direct experience with God, and that is for you to have a direct experience of God. Now, maybe you're wondering how to facilitate that yourself. Well, I think the simplest way is kindness. Are you being kind, really kind? Are you being open-minded? Are you attempting, trying to not judge other people? In the back of your mind, do you realize that compassion is important for all people? And if we hold on to these things, they take root. And what we're going to find, and I know what you'll find, if you let compassion and kindness take root in your life, is that you'll find that that is God. That is the direct experience of God. Not what our holy books say or the dogma of, of a religious organization or our political leaders or even the people we admire the most, the self-help gurus, the preachers, the pastors, the teachers. What really matters is, do you have the direct experience of God? And what also gives these people any sort of value is do they lead you to a direct experience of God yourself, or do they just want you to experience them? The thing we're all fighting against, folks, is ego. The thing that we're growing through is ego. The thing that is necessary when we're younger is ego, but as we grow up spiritually, we have to let it go. And right now, collectively, collectively, humanity is letting go of ego. My hope for you and for me is that we do have that direct experience of God's presence, of God's movement, not just for, for people of goodwill, but for people who are asleep spiritually. I cannot say this enough. You know, I scroll through Facebook. I look at Twitter. I, I talk to people. I shake my head. Uh, they're, they're willing to harm other people to preserve some strange right uh, you know, to, to not have to wear a mask or to, or to be able to do what they want. and it, They're just asleep, brothers and sisters. They're just asleep. Uh, the question is, do we encourage their sleep by judging them, or do we live out of an enlightened place? Do we live out of a more enlightened place that nurtures them awake? You're not going to change someone's mind in an argument on social media, folks. But what you can do, is you can live in a sense of kindness and compassion that facilitates an experience of God in your life and then live that experience out. And maybe, just maybe, uh, the universe will bring you people where you can help them wake up just a little bit because that's what it's all about. And that's what this podcast is all about. God has brought me through the trials and the fires, folks. Things that you can't even imagine, or maybe you can if you know me, simply to this moment in my bedroom on July 15th at 6.16, the year 2020, to say to you that 
the time has come for us to stop looking towards the falsities of this world and have a direct experience of our higher power, the God that is called love, uh, the God that is love. So I hope this for you. I hope this for me. I hope this for the world. Um, And thank you for listening, folks. And we will talk to you so very soon. Bye-bye.